you are starting out, the most important thing that you can do to somebody is to bring the deal to the table and learn, really observe, put the time in. Yes, I can make the, the finishes list. Yeah, let me look at the contract. What else can I do over here? Yes, I will walk through. I will rearrange. I will, whatever that is, I did there. I learned a ton of things. You're listening to The Azria Show. If you're looking for quality real estate investing information that you can trust, you've found it. Stay tuned and join the tens of thousands of members that have already benefited from Azria, your home for education, market information, support, and networking opportunities that will advance your real estate investing career. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this, welcome to The Azria Show. I am Marcus Maloney, and we have our executive director and co-host, Mike Del Preet, with us. How you doing, Mike? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Mike needs his coffee. We're doing yeah. an early morning Ooh. recording. so <laughs> Getting there. He's getting there. I, trust me, by mid-conversation, mid he'll be on fire and ready to go. So today we have Andressa Ghirardelli with us and she is the ceo of investor okay she has a strong background in construction she has a strong background in short-term rentals fix and flips and right now she's investing in syndications so we wanted to bring her on the show today to get a woman's perspective and not just a woman's perspective but an overall investor's perspective so andressa how are you doing this morning I'm well, and I appreciate you guys waking up early. Talk to me. I appreciate that. Well, I can promise you that you guys gonna have a lot of uh rot rot stories, and I I'm here to share my mistakes and what I've learned and how we were able to to grow not just a community but a, a successful company. So I can live life on my own terms. Great, great, great. So you are Brazilian, correct? Yes. All right. So don't uh, use that against me. Oh, no, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. So are you, how long have you been here in the States? I took the U.S. in 08. I came to, to just go to my master's degree, stay one year, but ended up, you know, enrolling to the master's degree that, that led to two years staying here, met my ex-husband, build a family, build the business, and here I am today. Okay, so... You came to get your master's degree. What what industry? It was in communication. I'm a former journalist and I did my MBA in Brazil. And it's MBA that I got here is professional business communication. So the goal was to go back to Brazil and mm -hmm. work in multinational companies over there. So when I look back and first of all, I didn't even know real estate, right? Okay. I came across a purple book during a meeting. I did not have sales experience. So I got a, a job at door-to-door -door sales. Okay. I don't know why I, I took an MBA and master's degree. I should have done door-to-doors mm -hmm. only and could have saved a ton, ton, ton of, of money. money there. But my manager at that time shared with me this purple book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. And mm -hmm. that's that was the first time that I came across real estate that was not on my vocabulary i didn't know a thing about it and then i was pissed uh-huh and i said why why don't we know about this 
True. I thought only rich people were able to have multiple properties. Now you're telling me that if I if I work smart, if I understand the game here, I can also an immigrant, right? My family mm -hmm. lives there. An immigrant can can build the portfolio, can build the legacy, break the cycle of 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 you know uh, nine to five right. jobs. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's how it shift completely, you open up a, a completely new world to 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 me. And then we got educated and invest on our first property. And I remember uh, the first property was our uh, primary residence. Okay. And I can't tell you how much I overpaying construction. It mm. was more than double what it should have been. But I don't know. I didn't know what I didn't know at that time. Right. right, right. But one thing I knew the market and i made that offer got the property and i pull a heloc out and one thing very very not unique but different because i was new right i so mm -hmm. i was i did not know that once you get a um heloc appraisal that is lower that majority of people don't appeal that well i appeal it and right. i created my own report just with that, I raised my HELOC in $25,000 for a total of $68,000 that I was able to, to pull out right away. And then that rolled into my next deal. Okay. From there, went to, to one deal at the same, uh, one deal, two deals at the same time until 15 deals at the same time, new construction, commercial, short-term rental. Okay, and okay. Slow down, because you, you went from... Buying your single family <laughs> construction to now multifamily syndication and, and ground up bills. Let's kind of fill in some of the gaps because a lot of people, um, and this is one thing, one thing that I love to do is I love to talk to immigrants, right? Because um, my dad is from Central America and they always talk about the opportunity here in the States. And a lot of times when you grow up here, you don't see all the opportunity around you, but then immigrants will come in and they will we'll just start working and get right to it. Cause it's like, mm -hmm. wow, it's so much opportunity kind of speak to some of that opportunity that you had here in the States mm -hmm. versus in Brazil. I can tell you, I'll give an example. Right. And that's why I always say I have my ducks in the row. I'm two weeks ahead. My head thinks always two weeks ahead. Yep. Yep. <laughs> At all. That's, that's how it is. Mm -hmm. When I put an offer on, on the first primary property, I remember exactly when it was and what was happening that day. That was Memorial Day weekend and it was a okay. Saturday. And I called my, my realtor and I said, I really need to see this property like today. I know the mm -hmm. numbers. I know everything. You know what he's told me? He said, I'm so sorry. I'm going to the shore. <laughs> yeah, it's Fire. vacation time. Yep. <laughs> and then I said to him, listen, Jack. I really appreciate working with you and I would like to continue working with you. But, but here, here's the thing. I'm going to see this property today with or without you. So you let me know what time should I meet you there or, or, or not, but yeah. I'm guaranteeing you I'm seeing this property today. And based if, if the, I just need 10 minutes inside this property to make my final decision and put an offer and please start writing it. Cause I just need to define my final number. That's all I can tell you. And that yeah. was it. Me moving super quick. I was there on Saturday morning 
me moving super, super duper quick made the difference of me getting this property or not. And then later on, that property not just allow me to start a, a brand new portfolio, but I held that property for years. It made me a ton of money, a ton of money with short-term rental. And then when I sold to the peak, like I sold for three times more the price in just a few years. It is just it, one, one, your way of being in the world when you have scarcity in other countries and when you come to a country like this where there's abundance everywhere that you go, you just need to be willing to do it. Yeah, yeah. And no excuse. I, I, I can sit down here and tell you guys all the reasons why I shouldn't be where I am right now, but I just choose not to. True, true. And you know what? That's the way it is in life. It's, you know, when you see something, you want something and you need something, you have to go and get it. That's one. And like you said, no excuses. Don't, you know, take the limits off of your thinking, take the limits off of what you're trying to do and just get out there and do it. And then that was great what you told that realtor. It's like, hey, you know what? Go ahead, go to the beach. But I guarantee you, I'm going to get into this property because I'm going to probably call the listing agent and say, hey, you know what? I need to get into this property. And now they'll get both sides. So, man, very key, some key mm -hmm. things that you mentioned right there. Yeah, but I, one thing he knew about me, right? I had my lending in place. I was qualified already. I already had everything. I was not just, oh, let me shop around. So I don't want people to understand, uh, to understand one thing. Don't waste people's time, right? The mm -hmm. realtors, that's their job. The contractors and everybody that you have around you, wholesalers, title companies, all, all. I don't like when they waste my time and I don't want to waste their time. So if you're just shopping around and, and getting your feet wet, understanding the market, let them know. Otherwise, it's just wrong way of building relationships. And this business is just a relationship business mm -hmm. with houses attached to it, in my opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the things that we tell our sellers because we do a lot of um, direct to seller marketing is, you know what? Hey, we, we're willing to make an offer, but don't waste my time. And I don't want to waste your time. If you're serious about selling, we're serious about buying. But if you're you're not serious, just let us know up front. And then that way we can move on to the next person because we don't want to waste your time and vice versa. We respect time and, and we don't want you to waste our time. So very, very key. Uh, so you did this property. Tell us about that that construction because you got this background in construction so yeah. you're you're basically doing your on the job training you're learning as you're going right indeed my second deal i partner up was a a fire house okay. not not a firehouse as like uh, firefighters it was a house that got caught on fire mm -hmm. i had I had one choice, take one step, look around and get out because it was not safe. I knew that I did not have enough experience in order to tackle a project like that. So I went to a local RIA and I met a couple of people and I have an investor there that uh, we really build a great relationship. And I said, listen, I can bring a deal to the table and you bring the finance and I want to watch you from like, had to tell how, mm -hmm. what do you do? How do you do? 
every single walkthrough, I want to be there, there with, with you. And it was not a 50-50 split at the end. I want to make sure people understand that. It was okay. not. I think I was like 20 and he was the rest. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. Yep. I didn't care. I was paying to learn. And I learned how he negotiated the contract, how he managed the project, every single thing there. That you, was an investment for me. Can you talk about that? Because we we deal, I've dealt with dealt with that a lot. Just in the wholesaling world, someone wants to learn. You know, some things we do like, hey, you, you do all the you do upfront work, you bring a deal, we'll split it 50-50, we'll train you how to close the deal, you know, the whole thing. So, but sometimes there's always that group of people that are like, Oh, I could have made the whole assignment fee. They think differently after it's done. Right. Mm-hmm. Of so, course. So, so it's unfortunate, you know, you you know, but explain the importance of what you did just for the education, you know, hundred um, percent. And I think that people many times 50, 50 is the easy way, right? Oh, let's do just 50, 50. Wait a minute. I don't want people to discount the value of experience. Yeah. It looked easy because this person had a ton of experience, a ton of contacts, right? The mm-hmm. drywall guy did a great job. Therefore, the painter's job looked amazing. Yeah. Yep. Right? <laughs> and 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 all, all of that has a tremendous value. It's just not so like the, the know-how. I, I highly recommend if you if you are starting out, the most important thing that you can do to somebody is to bring the deal to the table and learn really mm-hmm. observe, put the time in. Yes, I can make the, the finishes list. Yeah, let me look at the contract. What else can I do over here? Yes, mm-hmm. I will walk through. I will rearrange. I will, f- whatever that is, yeah. I did there. I learned a ton of it. And then I bought the other two houses down the street and made my own comps, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't need to eat the entire pie. I can eat several pieces of the pie in yep. different in different pies and, th- and that allowed me to really gain the knowledge i did the same thing with a contractor this time when i wanted to learn about new construction i was like never done new construction i would like to know more about it but i i want to build multiple at the same time which is another layer mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i partner up with a contractor that has done multiple jobs Again, I pay another course right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a that was that See, was not that was a, a different uh, split. I don't remember what was it, okay. but it was. I need. I then I had experience to we, bring to the table. It was not green. These so are two we, things um, that that got me. If I just throw it in there, one, you said the paint looked good, <laughs> right? For you those out there that are newer, you know how many people you got to go through to find a good painter yep. <laughs> like just that experience or the contractor oh you came in the job went well it was easy yeah you know how many contractors and painters over the years we had to find to build that relationship to get that right person to show up on time and do it right <laughs> so yeah that, that, that hit me that hit home um, right even even <laughs> plumbers and electricians that don't cut oh, each other's uh yeah. you know <laughs> what happened yeah. there oh i needed to run my yeah. wire Dude, but hold on a second. There's a beam over there. Mm-hmm. Why like you're cutting it? <laughs> or, or drywallers screwing drywall into the plumbing. Oh. <laughs> or the, and the, and the se- second thing you said was um, 
pie. You know, of course, said pie sparked my ears, but piece of the pie is better than no pie is what my teacher would tell me. Right. So, hey, man, get that piece, whatever is putting a deal together, experience or not, just you got your piece, you learned. Let's go get another one, you know? Mm -hmm. Learning mm -hmm. is a, a compound interest, right? Because then I went to my contractor to learn about new construction with experience in construction. Mm -hmm. I was not as green. And then I was like, okay, what else can I bring to the table? I am a natural integrator. I can, I see things as bullet points. I can see the map. How can I organize mm -hmm. this? Because uh, it got bored. I got bored when yeah. I had to repeat the finishes list and repeat a couple of things. So I was like, okay, what process can I put in place over here? So I don't waste my energy on something that I don't need to select a new paint color. I want to use the same. Mm -hmm. I don't care about it. Yep. Unless I have yep. a custom property over a million dollars, then we're talking. Other than that, Let's use the same. So that's that's how things start changing. And then I start bringing my natural abilities to the table as well. So so you mentioned integrator, and that's a key word. And kind of let's talk about that. Let's talk about the integrator and why, you know, people need, visionaries need integrators. Because a visionary, and this was kind of kind of my problem, was you have all of these dreams and these goals and you're ambitious and everything like that. But you need that integrator to say, okay, well, like you said, we're going to do step one, step two, step three, and you can put all of those visions into bullet points. Why is that? I know you guys listening like, okay, well, that's common sense, but it's not really all of that common because when you're a visionary, it's you want to jump from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. Why is that integrator so important? Andres? And I just want to give reference to, to the folks there. I would recommend reading the book Traction first yep, and traction. then Rocket Fuel a second, right? So you can understand more about the, the concepts. You can take a, a quick test to see where, mm -hmm. where you are at, but you don't need to do the test in order to see if you're a visionary or integrator. Uh, visionaries, as you mentioned, have great big ideas, many ideas, right? And they usually write in paragraphs, long paragraphs. Mm -hmm. That's how they write their emails. And then the, the integrators uh, are more of the conversion of those ideas into specific actions. And it's yep. more bullet point. And there's always one integrator for every four visionaries. And it's not that one is better than the other, but it needs, you, you can't have a partnership between two integrators or two visionaries. It really doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You got to have an integrator in your team if you're not one in order to, number one, filter the ideas. Mm -hmm. You got to mm -hmm. have a lot of ideas, but can we execute all of them right now? How can we prioritize? What is our, like, Oh, mm -hmm. this here, this is a diamond here. Yeah. Let's go for that and let's execute that that portion. Many times, you know, the, the ideas, they just come and then they go. And I always say, listen, I believe that the universe whispered ideas in our ears. And if we don't take action, the universe, well, well, you didn't take it. So I'm yeah. going to whisper in somebody's else ear. So mm -hmm. I always say, no, I got it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I got it. Right. And then, and then go, go forward. But uh, Liz uh, Faircloth, uh, it's my business partner and she's a visionary. 
I am an integrator. And throughout our, our journey as partners, we really needed to understand what comes naturally to me, what comes naturally to her, where mm -hmm. are our roles within the company so we can respect that and we can leverage that instead of using it against each other and say, oh, why do you think that way? Or that doesn't, mm -hmm. well, uh -uh. she works amazingly building relationships and has great, great ideas that we implemented in our, in our company. And in my part, I filter it and organize it in a way that we can take the next steps moving forward. Okay. Okay. And and what's, what Andressa is referring to is EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, built built through Traction. So if you guys are building a business, you definitely need to read Traction. Um, one of my masterminds, that was what we had to do in order to be a member of the mastermind was had to read Traction and Rocket Fuel. And it, it, it provided so much clarity on who I am and what I could do, you know, so very, very key. And you definitely need to have that integrator and visionary working together simultaneously. So you kind of glossed over the, the construction aspect of it, the new build aspect of it. We kind of mm -hmm. took a left turn for a second. So why did you want to get into new construction, ground up construction? Was it just to challenge yourself because you're an integrator? It's like, okay, I need something new to try and chase or what was it? That's the visionary in me. I'm very uh, weird visionary integrator pattern, yep, right? Yep. But that's the visionary in me that I get very bored, right? So I was flipping houses in South Philadelphia. And if, for, for those of you, it's very uh, dense. And then there's uh, 1,500 square feet, 211, finished basement, either a roof deck. There's not, not much. Mm -hmm. So after a couple of houses, like, nine, 10, I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm bored already. Yeah. What else, what else can I do here? What else can I learn? I am a, like a all time student. I have a student mentality and I like to learn new things. So the new construction, I really loved it because a lot of the work was done prior, prior mm -hmm. of going in and starting and finding the right people. It's you're talking a different language with demolish an entire uh, house that was existing mm -hmm. and then build brand new uh, properties in the in the on the land that that was there it's completely different like pre-selling something like the strategies that was very exciting to me and, and that's what I have done my entire life and then after that I was like okay what else what else right, right. Right? <laughs> so, so then then I, I work with a commercial developer good friend of mine like tremendous knowledge within him and i i learned how to do commercial and okay. that's another animal <laughs> okay talk about scope of work the detail that goes uh, around that it's it's tremendous and then we we moved to to syndication matt liz and i uh we we have been working together for for very so many years and uh we brought we brought the last deal that, that we closed was uh five five properties uh together 20 million raise uh two different states um syndication okay. properties so it's but then i i again right i'm not in the project i i i go where i am good at and then pass mm -hmm. the ball to the other team members 
So were you you and Liz uh, in real estate together before your community or how'd that all transpire? Yes, we, Liz and I met, they were looking to invest, Matt and Liz were looking to invest in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and we met through through bigger pockets and they came down to, to Philly to look at a couple of our projects. And uh, we, Liz and I started a mastermind together with other five women in different, different states, nothing else. And then we started doing projects together. And then okay. during those projects that we were doing together, we started meeting in a monthly basis to support one another business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're like, where, where, where do other women go to get the support they need? Right. No. If I raise my hand in certain communities, uh, I get blamed or, or, or like they made me feel mm-hmm. stupid about not knowing something, even though I had experience, that was the experience that I was facing in yep. person or virtual. That, that was, that was it. So we, we were hesitant in raising our, our hands to really get the support that we need. So that's when we created the real estate investor community. Uh, we started with a podcast where we interviewed successful women in real estate. Yesterday, actually, we celebrated our fifth year anniversary for our podcast, over a million downloads and in 42 countries. So it's wow, been great. quite a journey. Love it. Great. So we great. Get the lapels and whistles when we edit this. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. And you, you guys are doing, doing quite a bit and speak to those women now, just take them, take a moment since you have this platform and speak to those women that may be currently going through that, you know, mm-hmm. they're scared to raise that hand, their hand, because, you know, construction and real estate is normally, you know, the good old boys club. And if you don't fit a certain demographic, you know, they make you feel shunned or ostracized because you don't know something. So why don't you speak to that woman that's kind of going through that right now? What could you tell her to give her some words of encouragement? Well, I can't, I can't tell you how, how many, I don't wake up every morning and say, oh my gosh, I'm a woman. What, what are I going to do? Right? No, I just uh-huh. go, just go, go, go with it. But I take it from the humor side, right? When I, many times when I went to construction, construction projects, uh, they, they didn't know who I was. I got asked, oh, are you the realtor? Are you the, the designer? Are you the architect? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm the one who writes your check. Right. <laughs> That's who I am. And then we laugh about it. And then we raise the, the songs and we continue uh, walking through the property. But mm-hmm. for the for the women that are listening, right, women invest in real estate for different reasons. And I think many men too, right? But we what we see on social media are like the checks, the cars, and that we can't relate much with that. So generational wealth, that's the reason mm-hmm. why I do what I do. Success to me, it's not the amount of properties that I own, it's the amount of freedom that I have mm-hmm. to do whatever I want to do with my life. And I think that we, we can't relate much when we hear from the same stereotype from stage what success should, should look like is the same perspective from same gender, same race, same age. And we started getting really tired of that. So we really created our own on stage. We claim our space on speaking on stages and, and reaching out to other women and supporting them to raise their hand, despite what the other people are going to say or not. Yeah. How many times I was speaking at events that I was interrupted 
and made and explained. And I had to really step in and say, hold on a second, what's going on over here? This would not have ever happened. Mm -hmm, if yeah. there was a, a male standing here, you would not interrupt somebody and you're not going to interrupt me. I earn it. That's right. Right. I, I mm -hmm. earned this. Let me <laughs> tell, all, Let me all, tell all you what I did. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so. So I, I think that it's it's a it's a journey. Right. And we can all work together, but it's it's really a missed opportunity for all their in investors and companies to not understand and speak the language of women. We really will pull the trigger. We will not mm -hmm. procrastinate on making a decision if there's stress there and the process is clear. Yep. And, and, and women have been purchasing and stepping up of the plate tremendously, but there was not a platform or a community that they can feel safe mm -hmm. to really get the support that they need. And, and that's why we... We created the, the community. We created meetups across the country in Canada. We have 60 locations right now. And we're coming to Arizona uh, in 2023, May 18 and 19 for InvestorCon. It's a conference. We, we uh, rented the entire resort. It's a conference for, for women in real estate to get the support they need. And the theme this year is generational wealth. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be tackling all about it. Right. Perfect. How can you set yourself up for the, the next generation for success? But also, come on, for God's sake. Right. How can we also benefit from it now, now. and live the yeah. life that, that we want to live? Attention, all female investors, as Rhea is excited to announce our good friends are coming to town. Don't miss out on the InvestorCon event in Scottsdale, Arizona on May 18th and 19th. Join us for two days of networking, workshops, and keynote speeches from successful female investors. Attend InvestorCon and make valuable connections and gain the confidence you need to take your investing to the next level. Don't wait. Click on the link in the show notes and get more details and the best pricing for InvestorCon in Scottsdale, Arizona on May 18th and 19th, or visit azria.org backslash calendar to secure your spot. We can't wait to see you there. Mm -hmm. You know what I hear, Andressa, um, just in that short spiel, I hear confidence, I hear boldness, you know, and I hear um, success and not success of the flashiness and everything like that, but success of, I knew that this was the route that I wanted to go into. I made, I blazed the trail, even though I'm an immigrant, even though I'm a woman in a primarily male dominated field, but I'm going to do this mm -hmm. and I'm not going to let anything stop me. So, I mean, kudos to you yeah, awesome. and the investor community for what you guys are doing, because you're definitely making strides and you're, you're giving other women the voice and the strength and the confidence to do this in this male dominated field. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and we are all about like many people say, why do you have, why you're against men? I was like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> I work, I work with men my entire life and I really loved and enjoy it. I don't, I don't see that, uh, like competition, but I am claiming my space over here. Yes. Right. I'm going to have a seat on this table. If you, if you like it or not, and, and mm -hmm. I would like you to embrace my perspective 
yep. embrace a different perspective here. Women bring different perspectives. And I encourage all of you guys to have a cup of, you know, women and men in your group. I have men in my, yeah. my, my company and women, and I want different perspectives. Yeah. I want different backgrounds. I want people that are not going to agree with me. Yeah. That's the beauty of, of diversity, right? Yep. Here at Isria, besides Marcus and I, it's all women. I've all my all my projects that are successful are led by women. So, Why is that? Why is that? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just rolling with <laughs> In, integrators. No, I know integrators so, because they, everything they can. Yeah, everything you've been talking about, right? So, um, so so another thing, if I could share a story, which you know, as a as a man in real estate, like sometimes you just don't know what you know as well, right? So I always knew the perspective on, on women. And it, it really hit me when, cause we have a women's group and the women's group was going on and Michaela runs our front desk and she was, she was like, Hey, a guy's here and he wants to join the group. Cool. I, I get it. Right. So I, I come, I was like, Hey man, you know, it was like our second one we ever held. I'm like, come on. It's the I was like, come <laughs> on. he's like, uh, you know, I have nothing else to do. Why not? What's wrong with that? Why can't I go in? I'm like, I didn't know what really would say. I was like, Hey man, this is a women's group for the women. And you know, he's like, well, how about I just like sit in the corner and I was like, yo, that's even more creepy, man. <laughs> I was like, you gotta, you just gotta go, you know? So, so, so he left. Then the next meeting happens. And then I hear the women talking about like, I, I really feel safe coming to this meeting at Ezria. And I was like, and it put it, it all just kind of sunk in and hit me. Right. Like hearing everyone just like being glad to be here, comfortable. And then that guy happened. And I was just like, wow, that that's a problem, you know, like, so yeah. it's, it's amazing what you're doing for everybody. I love it. Yeah. And, and I appreciate you, you, you both acknowledging and, and it is what it is. I think that when, when there's resistance and when you, you can either be part of the solution or part of the problem, and this is not a women's problem. This, this is a, all of us problem. Mm -hmm. All we want is diversity different perspectives, representation. So people yeah. can, if I cannot see it, I cannot dream about it. I cannot have it. I want other mm -hmm. girls and teenagers to see women in construction, women on stage, women being successful. That's what my son sees it. Mm -hmm. Right. And I want other girls to say, oh, I, instead of being a teacher, nothing wrong with that. I actually want to be an investor or I want to mm -hmm. be uh, whatever it is that, but, but if we don't see representation, they can't imagine, they can't dream about mm -hmm. it. And that doesn't work anymore. Well, you said something very key, you know, like you said, when you, when you met with the contractors, they said, what are you? Are you the realtor? Are you the designer? You know, are you the stager? They want to put you in this box and say, okay, these are the roles that women play in real estate. And you said, no, I'm the one that write the check. So <laughs> immediately he was like, oh, okay, this is, she's the boss. I say you that know? in a nice way with a smile on my face. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but it got the point across, you know, that, hey, she's the boss. And in order for me to get paid, I need to listen to the boss. I don't care if it's a woman. I don't care if it's a black person, Chinese person, you know, Indian. It doesn't matter. You know, let's work together as a team and let's get the project done. That way you can get paid. I can yep. get paid and someone can have a nice property to live in. That's the goal. I always say, listen, my job here is to make your job easier. So how can we do that? 
Mm-hmm. That 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 is my job. And and you know, there's still a lot of stereotypes, right? I was changing the the windows for my current primary house, and the rep asked me a question. She said, Will your husband be present? Hmm. I was hmm. like, wait a minute. What? I, right. you know, English is not my first language. So maybe uh-huh. I misheard. <laughs> I misheard you. Yep. Right. And, and I said, listen, I'm not following. What, what do you mean by that? First of all, you're assuming I have a husband. How about if I am gay? I'm yep. not, but if I am, how if mm-hmm. I am, or if I'm a widow, or if I am single or whatever that is, it's like, no, because, you know, for the decision making, it's like, I own this right. house. I have experience in construction. I can talk in windows. Mm-hmm. I can talk windows. You, 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 honey, I can talk windows. Right, right. right. I can make a decision. It's like, unfortunately, I cannot book an appointment. I was like, whoa. Oh, wow. Really? Because wow. of that. And I was like, wow. So she's like, I understand what you're saying. And I hear you. My, my, the policies and procedures over here is that the, the husband needs to be present. I was like, this is so archaic that it's, it's like blows my mind. So we still have conversations and, and many, many conversations that we have with men and women, not just, just men. They're like, I don't know. Why do you have this community? And I understand that because it's there their lives right we don't see life as it is we see life as we are as we see it yep right so if their experience was never they they never experienced any form of racism or discrimination Mm -hmm. or difficulties they're gonna say this this is a waste of time i don't know why you're doing this right but i know that we are on the right path by seeing the results of the women that they are building the life that they want with their partners, without their partners, independently of their Mm -hmm. partners and making the moves. We see people saying, I, I raise my hand right now everywhere. And I really don't care what people say. I'm there to get the information that I need. So giving women that confidence to, to have those conversations and to really step it's, it's, it's a proof to us that, that our initial mission to support women to live a financially free and balanced life is still still valuable. Wow, that's great. That's great. So wrapping up here, Andressa, tell us again, May 18th and 19th, what all are you guys going to be doing? Yes, May 18 and 19 in Scottsdale, Arizona, the Womney Resort. We have a two full day experience. Sharon Lecter, co-author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, is going to be our keynote. And we have uh, 20 sessions, over seven keynotes over there uh, to really focus on generational wealth from setting up your kids to investing in Portugal internationally. We have an expert coming in to, to talk to us about it and all asset protection. How can you really live the benefits of your hard work now while you're mm-hmm. setting up the next generation. So I invite all of you to, to join us. And, and what, what I would tell you ladies that's listening, not only you come, but bring your daughters as well. That way they can see women 
being empowered, that they can see women investors. Don't leave it up for just you to go and see, but bring your daughters. That way they can see those women that's really out here doing construction. I have a, a quick story. So in 2022, one of our dear friends, Anna Kelly, she's very successful in real estate. She brought her daughter, her 15-year-old, yep. Alana. And Alana did not want to deal to do anything to deal with any real real estate thing, right? Mm -hmm. But she she went to the hotel and then we saw her there. And the deal was like, okay, you stay for one session at least, and then you can go back to the your mm -hmm. your room. And Alana stay until the end. Love it. And then she go. came to me at the end and she's like, Hi, I want to introduce myself. I say, I know who you are, honey. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i gotta tell you i really hated real estate right mm -hmm. i know my mom but i i just needed to hear from other women and see you guys here and i am guaranteeing you i'm 15 now but i am the next generation of investors all that's all i can tell that's you that's great that's so, good. you know, it, it may, sometimes we tell our kids, do this, do that. And they're like, nah, yeah. hearing from others, they might connect differently. And sometimes that's all you need to do is just plant that seed. And as parents, that's what you do. You plant the seed and someone else may have to come and water that seed. You can't be the planter and the water, you know, like it may, they may hear something from you or Liz or someone else to where they say, wow, you know what? I really resonate with that, you know? So man, great, great, great. I'm really inspired. You know, this is a great podcast. So women, May 18th and 19th. Omni Resort, Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, be there. Be there. Love it. Well, thank, thank you so much. Me. You both. Appreciate the time. Okay. So ladies, you all know what to do. Men, you know what to do. If you're inspired, you know, listen to Andrea's story. She got started, immigrant, came here for school, learned something completely different, went through different biases, different discrimination, but still overcame, still a successful investor. Man, make sure you support what they're doing. Make sure you support Invest Her. The foundations are the same. You know, it's real estate. The foundations are the same. Um, so Andreas, we welcome you here to Scottsdale, Arizona. We will see you in May. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, Marcus. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Azria Show with your hosts, Marcus Maloney and Mike Delpreet. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found this information valuable, head over to azria.org and learn more about our community.